Well, yo, yo, welcome to Hack Your Finances podcast. I'm Clyde Stackhouse, your host. And today I'm super pumped um, because number one, this is our first episode of our Hack Your Finances podcast. But not only that, we're going to be diving into a very fun story and it's the history of Hack Your Finances. And we're going to be diving into just a little bit of the backstory of what brought us here and really diving into... Yeah, where where the origin story began, um, and so I think that uh, where we start the beginning of a company, the beginning of people's stories, plays such a powerful role when it comes to uh, understanding where we're going to go. And so I'm excited to share a bit of a, a, my backstory, a little bit of our backstory of Hack Your Finances, and I hope that it encourages you. I hope that for some of you listening, it resonates with you. I hope it challenges you. Um, I hope it opens up some people's eyes to go, man, if that can be Clyde's story. If Clyde can experience that change and transformation in his financial journey, I might be able to experience the same thing. And so, yeah, without further ado, we'll kind of dive in uh, to a little bit of our story today. But yeah, I think, um, you know, when I think about Hack Your Finances and I think about uh, where we started and uh, where it all began, you know, this has probably been a six-year journey of building Hack Your Finances. It's had many... uh, evolutions in the process and multiple iterations. And, uh, but I, I think what's super fun for me when I think about hack your finances and what we're doing here is that a lot of it actually started when I was probably six, maybe seven and, uh, just grown up. Um, and I just, uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, I grew up in really a great home. Um, super, super thankful for my parents, um, mom and dad, my dad was in the, the Navy and the military, uh, retired after 22 years, and my mom uh, stayed at home. She did some work um, along along the way. But I'll share, you know, for for me and my journey, it was always just this interesting thing that I, I learned a couple things. One, my dad was just, uh, man, if, if you talk about somebody who knows how to work hard, it's my dad. Um, he taught me the power of work ethic. He taught me, you know, like, hey, your, uh, you, your work is an identity, is like reflection of you. And so whatever you do, uh, do it to your best because people are going to go, man, that was signed by you. That was signed by Clyde. And I remember that from an early age, how much that just like really imprinted on me of, man, like hard work, these things, they actually matter. And even just being able to see my parents' story. So not, not to go back, you know, even longer, but it's really cool because I look at my parents' upbringing. I saw where they came from. I saw their their history and their story of school and trying to finish that and all of these components, um, but being able to see where they landed in their journey and going, holy smokes, um, just because you started somewhere, just because you didn't start going to the right school or even finishing school or all of these things that you feel like are working against you doesn't mean you have to stay there. It doesn't mean that you have to be the average statistic of your zip code or the average statistic of your family. Um, and was really able to just to see the power of them putting that to work. For me, I think that that set me on the journey to see my parents' growth. But I, I remember even just at an early age, there was just like always this sense of like um, not quite having enough. And I knew that we struggled with our finances. Um, my parents did the absolute best they could. And I think that's one of the things that I learned was like how to be frugal, how to, you know, make, you know, the best out of what you had in your hands at the time. Um, but, you know, I, I remember, um, you know, trying to navigate trips or trying to, you know, my mom made clothes for a season um, for us just to help like save money. Um, and so, I just remember having this like this moment as a kid where I was like, man, there's gotta be, uh, there's gotta be more to this. Like everybody that I knew around me kind of like struggled with finances. And I was like, man, there's gotta be a different way. There's gotta be a better way to this. And this ultimately like feeling, um, I honestly felt all through my whole childhood, 
which led me to when I was like 15, 16, got my first job. And I was like, yo, I'm going to start hustling. I'm going to start working. And uh, just because I was like, man, I, I know that hard work um, leads to, you know, getting paid and, and actually that these things matter. And so for me, yeah, I got a, I got a job uh, when I was 16 working at Old Navy. And uh, but I knew for me, I was like, man, I wanted to work hard. I wanted to be able to make money, be able to provide for my family future. You know, at that time, it was just like I wanted to pay for, you know, golf or clothes or, you know, whatever a 16 year old uh, guy wants to buy. But uh, and so for me, it was just like, man, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work a lot of hours. Um, I'm going to, you know, try to go out of my way for that. But there was just always this burning desire of like, man, I wanted to do money the right way. And, uh, you know, wrapped up high school, uh, did some internships, worked and and just did a lot of different things. But there's always just this piece for me where like money was just like a significant thing that I thought about. Um, I loved investment stuff. I loved the thought of like creating wealth. And uh, so that's actually why I went to school um, for finance and for banking. And, you know, back then the dream was like, I'm going to be an investment banker and I'm going to manage a fund of like a billion dollars and make all of these decisions for, you know, for, to help people build wealth in finances. And, uh, you know, realized, you know, hindsight being 2020, that was not the path for me. Um, but always just felt like this natural desire to, um, you know, make money, produce wealth, but really make a big difference. And that was really the beginning of my story. Um, and, uh, in terms of just like my journey around money in my early days, this then leads to me and my wife, um, now wife, you know, we met, we grew up in the same church and, uh, it was interesting that we both kind of had this like interest around money and interest around doing it the right way. And, uh, so just an encouragement for some people listening to the podcast, uh, you know, finding alignment with your future spouse, um, when it comes to money and when it comes to purpose, I think are super, super important and sometimes over underrated, really, really underrated. And so, uh, I encourage you to make that part of your conversation if you're in the journey, um, but yeah, we found ourselves, uh, you know, going, man, we want to do this the right way. We ended up doing a financial course, uh, shout out Dave Ramsey. Uh, thank you for being early in my journey. Um, uh, but we took financial peace university and just started our journey going, man, we were 1920. We were both going to school. We were like, Hey, we don't want to take out all the student loan debt. We want to, you know, do whatever we can to do money right. Um, and do it the way that we felt like God had called us to. And so I worked at UPS. Um, they have um, and had a great like kind of like scholarship program that helped pay for college. So I'd work early mornings. I'd wake up at 2 a.m., go work the sunrise shift in the small sort. And uh, after work, I'd, you know, go go to school, uh, go take my classes, go home, sleep, rinse, repeat. And, uh, you know, it was it was a it was a grind. I'm not going to lie. But for me, it was the, it was the fact that I was like, man, I have friends that are in school or getting out of school with 40, 50, 60 plus thousand dollars in debt. And I was like, yo, I don't want to deal with that, you know, in my backpack on my shoulders for the next 30 years of my life. And so, um, yeah, really, really glad that we went out of our way to do that. And that I think was one of the big decisions that really started our trajectory. Um, it was that, Plus my wife understanding the power of being frugal. And so uh, I remember for us, we got our first apartment um, after we got married. And we, as a small little one bed, one bath, bottom of a basement apartment in quotations. And we were paying, you know, $600, $700 a month and uh, felt like crazy money at the time for us. 
And uh, we just had to figure out, you know, how to make ends meet. And we were both going to school, both trying to work, both trying to figure it out. And uh, my wife was coined the coupon lady um, because she would go out and get all the coupons. And, you know, we had, I'm not kidding when I say 30 cans of ragu and spaghetti in our pantry and had like 17 boxes of frosted flakes. And uh, we just figured out how to like save money and how to not spend money. And uh, both finished school uh, pretty much with no debt. And uh, from there, just kind of started our trajectory of going, man, let's do money the right way. Let's not dive into debt. Let's not overextend. Let's not get the new nice apartment because it's cool. Let's not get the new nice cars because we can. Uh, And that really started our journey of just uh, doing money the right way. And so this is where Hack Your Finances actually comes in. So it was uh, was a really cool uh, moment for us in our, our lives where we started to see our friends, um, see our lifestyle. They saw the way that we lived. They were like, you guys are going on vacation. You just bought a house at like age 24. Like, how did you guys pull this off? And we just found that we became kind of the money people in our friend group. And people just kept coming to us, asking us questions. They're like, hey, how did you guys get here? How did you make these decisions? How did you actually buy your first house? Like, how, what do you mean when you guys say you don't have any debt? And us being able to just share our story, share our journey, share what worked for us. And uh, after enough conversations, we just found that we had a knack and just kind of had a gift to um, not just walk out our personal finances in the way that God called us to, but even just help people make lasting change in their lives. And so we started having friends come to us and going, hey, I need help with my budget. I need help getting out of debt. Like, what should I do? And, uh, you know, countless couples that we sat down with and at a dinner table looking at their finances and going, man, you got to sell this car. Like if you want to actually get out of debt, you want to make some smart decisions. Like these are the decisions that we need to make. And, uh, it was really just, honestly, um, it was humbling. It was honoring. Um, but it, it was exciting, uh, to see people's lives begin to change, uh, because they just started putting what I believe, um, was really simple and biblical principles into practice. And uh, that began really the, the beginning of Hack Your Finances, I think, in our heart and in our spirit. And uh, it's been a, you know, probably a six, seven year journey and an iterative process of just going, man, we want to help people in their financial journey. And I think really where the light bulb turned on for us wasn't just seeing the impact in people's lives um, and marriages or seeing them like, you know, getting out of the hole of debt and making progress. But the thing that really... Um, ignited something fresh in me was actually a part of our own financial journey um, that we were part of a, a church plant here in Omaha, Nebraska um, with my city church. And, uh, you know, I, I'll share for me and my wife, we are the local church people through and through. And uh, I believe that the local church is plan A um, that God has for planet earth. And uh, so we have a conviction to be a part of it, to build it, to support it. Um, in our time, in our energy, in our finances. And, uh, and so anyways, we, we were helping build, building the local church, building, uh, this, this startup church. And, um, you know, a lot of churches have like giving campaigns or giving opportunities and we had vision builders and it was the first year that we did it as a church. And, uh, I remember, you know, we were praying about it and, uh, we, you know, at, finally had a debt, we got out of debt. We were like in a great spot. We started building a savings account, finally hit, you know, like, what is it like five figures in savings is like being in 20 and we're like, Oh my gosh, we have so much money. And, uh, this vision builders things come, comes around. We're like, all right, let's pray about it. Let's see what, you know, God's called us to give. And, uh, it was funny. I was like, God, what do you think we should give? And he goes half 
of your savings account. And I just remember like my my stomach like tightening and I was like, tightening for two reasons. One, uh, I actually felt excited. Um, I'm a big believer of like, if God can give it through you, he can give it to you. Um, and so uh, I was excited, uh, but I was equally very afraid of my wife's response and uh, and uh, if she would feel the same thing. And so we both prayed about it and uh, talked about it. And I, I went to her and I was like, hey, you know, I was praying. I felt like God gave me a number. I wanted to, to see what you were thinking. And she's like, yeah, I, f- I feel like I, I had a number in mind too. And she shared it. And uh, I was like, that's funny. That's 10% of what I felt like God wanted us to give. <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, but you know, babe, like, look, we'll keep praying about it. And uh, I remember talking with God after that. And I was like, God, if that's what you want us to give, uh, you'll need to make it apparent to my wife. Um, but we went into that Sunday to be able to write write the check and be able to give. And, you know, I think we'd, you know, go, negotiated our way to about halfway, you know, in between our numbers um, and but decided, you know, no matter what, we were going to give in unity. And uh, I think it's super important and super powerful when it comes to giving, um, whether it's to the church, giving to people in need, giving to nonprofits. Um, I think with your spouse, it's super, super important to have alignment um, in the way that you're going to be gener- be generous and live a generous life. And so, you know, we had uh, that middle point that we'd kind of landed on. And I just remember this is a beautiful moment. We were sitting in the front row, Thompson Alumni Center. And uh, it was the middle of worship. And I just remember, um, you know, my wife just leaned over, grabbing my hand. And I look over at her and she's got tears running down her face. And uh, I look at her, I'm like, babe, you okay? And she's like, babe, I feel like God spoke to me and says that we're supposed to give the money that he told you to. And that makes me really scared, but I know we can trust him and it was just this defining moment for us where I just remember feeling just a sense, not just a unity in our marriage, but a unity in what God had called us to. And, uh, and so I, I remember that Sunday we wrote a check for half our savings account and full of faith, uh, full of excitement. And uh, I remember leaving that Sunday, just this sense of joy, just this sense of like, man, I can't believe God is using us to help build a local church. And that like we were in a position to even be able to write that check. And I remember I was literally walking out to my car. I, I see it clear as day right where I was standing. And uh, I just felt God speak to me. And he goes, Clyde, how would you feel if your bank account had another zero on it? Would you still be excited to give half? And I remember God posing this question. And I sat on it for about 30 seconds. And I said, yeah, God, I, I believe so. Like, I, I'm genuinely excited for the day when I can give that much money. He goes, good, because that day will come. And uh, I just remember leaving that moment going, man, what an exciting journey we're about to be on in our finances. And uh, and so it was leaving that moment, kind of connecting all the dots where I went, man, we did money the way that God called us to. We made these decisions to get out of debt, to live debt-free, to begin to live below our means so that we could build savings account, we could start doing investments, we could do all these things and begin to see God use our ability to create wealth, to actually fund the vision, to be able to make a difference in people's lives, to be generous to the people around us. And I went, holy smokes, if God can do this in us, I know that he can do this through other people. And what I found is that a lot of people have a passion and a desire to make a difference. People go, man, I wish I could be more generous. Like when I see the person on the side of the road that's homeless, like I wish I had more money to give. Or when we have friends that are like, yo, I got medical bills. Like I think we all have an innate desire in our human nature where we, 
actually want to be more generous, but I think what frequently happens is we actually are caught up in our previous decisions, the the habits that we've had in our financial journey that actually have stopped up our ability to be generous. And so this was the catalyst that like lit, it was the match that lit the gasoline to go, man, if we can help people grab a hold of godly principles, if we can help them grab a hold of practical handles to manage and navigate their finances, to begin their journey of saving, they could start investing, start building wealth, that it will actually unlock something fresh and new in somebody's life to be able to live a generous life like never before, that it would be abundant, that it would be prosperous, and that it would be purposeful. And that began in our spirits really that day of a launching point of going, man, I'm pumped to help equip people with this and see this make a difference in their lives. And so from there, it's just been a really uh, fun journey. It's been a longer journey than I anticipated. Um, but of building hack your finances, and uh, you know we've launched online courses. We're you know we're not really here to talk about that, but this podcast I think is a big component of what we're trying to do. And and my prayer and my hope is we do this podcast as we talk about things about money and finances, as we talk to other people and do interviews, that people would be able to grab a hold of other people's stories and be able to connect with it, um, be able to also hear some just practical tips, tools, hacks on how to take care of their money how to manage their money, and how to begin their journey and take next steps. Um, Because like I said earlier, I think people have an innate desire in them to live a life of purpose, to live a life of abundance, be able to make a difference around them. And I found that uh, far too often, people just don't feel like they have the tools or the knowledge or the know-how. And I believe that this podcast um, can be a solution for somebody. It's going to be a solution for people that they listen to, that encourages them in their journey. And I believe it's going to unlock something in people where they hear a soundbite and it just unlocks something in their spirit and in their soul to go, oh my gosh, that was the thing I was missing. That there's going to be business owners that we have on this podcast and we talk to them about living a life of purpose, of generosity. And there's going to be people that listen to that and they go, oh my goodness, I have a great marriage. I love my, my spouse. I, I love my kids. I love my church. I love all these things but I've been missing that component of purpose. So that's a bit of our story. And uh, man, I just want to encourage you, if you're listening to this today, man, we're just excited because in this podcast, we're going to continue just to dive into finances. We're going to be diving into just practical tips and tricks and hacks on how to navigate money and finances. And uh, so if you're hearing the story um, I and you're just, you feel a level of it resonating with you, man, I just want to encourage you to take a big step It's really, really big. It's really important. But I want you to click the subscribe button, uh, whether you're listening on podcast, watching on YouTube or iTunes, wherever you're listening, and join us in the journey of unlocking something fresh and new in your finances and in your financial journey. Um, Because I believe the things that we're going to talk about, the people we're going to interview in this podcast is genuinely going to make a difference in your life and not just your life, not just your finances, but in yours and the generations to come behind you. And so we're pumped for you. Thanks for joining the journey and we'll see you in the next episode.